Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the High Energy Health Podcast. My name is Amanda Wonderland. I'm a clinical EFT and energy psychology practitioner, and it is my absolute honor to be guest hosting this podcast for Dr. Dawson Church. I'm so excited about today's show as we'll be discussing some fascinating and inspiring topics with my guest. And I'm confident that you, dear listener, will also appreciate the content as it affects each and every one of us as we are all one and we're all sharing in this beautiful journey of consciousness together. So let's all prepare ourselves with some high energy intentions to learn and grow together as we talk about the ultimate nature of reality and the keys to infinite abundance with my guest, Brandon Beecham. Brandon, I'm so happy to have you here. How are you today? I am excellent. Thank you so much for having me. And it's such a pleasant surprise to have you uh, guest hosting and yeah, getting the chance to to connect with you. Yeah, I'm super happy that I got you as my guest, as my guest hosting, because I'm super in love with the book that you have put out and pretty much with all of your material. It resonates deeply within my body. My cells were all coming alive as I was mm. reading your book. So you gave me a really beautiful activation. And just in case you guys don't know who Brandon Beecham is, let me introduce you. He is an entrepreneur thought leader, author, and host of the Positive Head podcast, as well as late night style talk show Optimistic, and that's Mystic with a Y, which is a super cool name. (laughs) Brandon has been a serial entrepreneur since childhood, and in 2011, while living on a friend's couch, he co-founded what is present-day Resort Share. In 2015, Resort Share was named the 569th fastest-growing private company in America in the annual Inc. 5000 fastest growing companies list, which is a huge, huge feat. So later that same year was when Brandon began the Positive Head podcast, which to date has amassed over 15 million downloads and has consistently rated in the top five in the spirituality category on Apple. So another huge feat. This this guy's no joke. He's serious business, but totally playful, it seems as well, which I really love. And today... Yes, we love the Goofy. Goofy (laughs) is good. And today, Brandon's primary focus is on helping people shift their perspectives to understand the ultimate nature of reality, which we are definitely going to talk about, and create more of what they want to see in their world. I have Mm. to mention the book, too. So in an effort to do so, Brandon released his first book in January 2021, and it is called The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. And you guys, you have to get this book. We have a little gift for you. So stay tuned at the end of the episode. You will not regret it. And in this book, Brandon shares the eight keys of abundance, which he has unlocked over 25 years of experience and deep exploration. He's gifting these keys to the world via the book to help others unlock their own divine potential. 
So yes, so excited to have you here. My first question, I'm just so curious to know more about you. Can you tell us about your journey? What brought you to this point in your life? And especially what kind of, I mean, this was divinely guided, this book. It's obvious. So how you kind of tuned in to that divine guidance and and developed this book for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for asking. And thank you for the robust intro there. Uh, you did forget <laughs> to mention that uh, I have a very, um, a very nice hair, according to my mother. So, you know. <laughs> Just to, you know, make sure you don't miss anything. <laughs> we'll let her be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, right. ah, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it's You're great like, hair. We'll leave that in mom's category. It's great yeah, hair. Fair, I'm just fair. kidding. Um, so the golden key and, and really all of my sort of explorations teaching best what I most need to learn is like how how I like to think of it. Because mm -hmm. really that that's that's what we do as people. And you know, because it is all one, like you referenced, it's all reflection. So you're always sort of everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. And you're sort of always doing it to an extension of self, interacting with an extension of self. And so for me, the journey really, as you mentioned, started really 25 years as of the book. So I guess you'd say 28 years now, because here, as we record, it's January, 2024. I can't believe it's been three years since the book came out. That's wild yeah. to think about. Time is truly is an illusion <laughs> it's, uh, hard to, <laughs> to grasp how quickly it, can, it seems to move but yeah you know I was raised very conservative sort of Christian upbringing very as normal as there is, if there is such a thing in in Virginia and then around 21 I would say somewhere around there early 20s I met a woman who claimed to have some psychic ability or intuitive ability and this was well outside the scope of what I had been exposed to, you know, going to church three times a week and, you know, very conservative Christian college. And, you know, I was just instantly intrigued because the woman seemed to demonstrate something that, you know, kind of uh, supported her claims of having intuitive ability. So now I'm like, okay, oh gosh, I got to understand and learn more of this. This is really pre Google, you know, days. This is, you know, mid nineties. I mean, I guess there was the internet was there. It was just in, not quite in the form it is now. So it was going to the bookstore and getting books and, you know, looking at, and as soon as I started down that path, I can only, Amanda, think because it is my dharmic path to do the work that I'm doing, that it was just, you know, I started some of the early books even were like Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh, who I had the privilege of, you know, having on Positive Head podcast not too long ago. And, you know, some of those sorts of texts were big influence. I mean, as soon as I was exposed, it was like the light bulbs are all going off and, oh my gosh, of course it's all one and how beautifully elegant and, you know, incredibly complex from one perspective and incredibly simple from another. And how else could it be structured? And, you know, looking at the science of it all and how much it, um, seems to support these ideas that like sort of science and spirituality are two sides of the same coin. As we you, you go to learn more about quantum physics, it's reflecting a lot of these ideas that, you know, uh, Taoism has talked about forever or, you know, that's how the journey really got kicked into high gear, I guess you would say. And then from there, I would just talk to anyone who would listen about a lot of these concepts. You know, now you're talking mid 90s, late 90s, formed a band called Kundalini at the time and 
And we were kind of like, you know, some of these, you know, my, this is a way to make music and get some of these ideas out there in lyrical form. And that was sort of my first step towards, you know, a, a creative expression, if you will, of some of my ideas pertaining to this stuff. And, and really it's, a, it's the way I view it is we're all sort of circling the same information and we've put our own flavor on it. You know, if I do, um, if we're both going to do a cheerleader, you know, dance move set it's going to be received differently from you than you know some people are going to really resonate with your version <laughs> over mine i would imagine <laughs> and but there might be someone that really resonates with mine it's like that flavor the way i'm saying the words my personality my spin on it my you know and i and so i just got very interested in doing that to anyone who would listen and then if you go back to you know i think it's may of 2015 the first episode of the positive head podcast you know we're episode, I don't know, 2200 or something now. Yeah. But at the time it was, you know, episode one's like, I had to do this. So my friends and family's ears would stop bleeding. I could find <laughs> someone new that might hear my ideas and, you know, hear me wax poetics, you know, about this stuff. So that's really, you know, how it all got started for me. It was just, yeah. it was something that was just bubbling up so much inside of me that I just needed to find new outlets to express and share and yeah. reflect and dialogue like this, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how I got here. And like I said, the only thing I can think is because it is a part of my dharmic path that I, I was just so lit up to do it. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, I love it. That's beautiful. I'm wondering compared to mid nineties mm -hmm. and now are you finding more ripe ears that are just like, especially with this like evolution of consciousness that's happening, this new era for mm. humanity. Does it just feel like there's so many people that are eager to listen to you make know, your, have their ears bleed from your speaking. Yeah, right, right, right. A lot, <laughs> there's less blood and more interest, um, I would say for sure. And, you know, I remember even back at the time reading and researching and, you know, tapping. It wasn't like you could reach out to authors as easily as you could now and connect with yeah, people. Right. But there was all these ideas that like, oh, there's this mass awakening coming. We're on the early side of it. And, you know, I felt like that in a lot of ways with my journey in general. I look at my band Kundalini, I, I mentioned, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, we were together and we were, you know, performing with, you know, we would paint the chakras on the lead singer um, who's six foot five. So, you know, he had a lot of torso uh, and we'd, he'd have the chakras painted on him. And then behind us on stage, we'd have Alex Gray artwork, you know, yeah. visionary artwork, which, yeah. you know, at the time... And in a Kundalini symbol that we'd cut carved into this little stage set. And people were like, what, what is this stuff? <laughs> and now you and I talked about before we were recording how we're both um, uh, into the transformational festival scene Absolutely. and you know, kind yeah. of burner scene, so, yeah. so to speak. And that's a big part of my world and has been for, you know, many, many years now. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I go to a lot of these transformational festivals and friends that run them and so forth. And now, you know, I go to those events and it's like every 21 year old's like, yeah, duh. Of course, I know I'm one with the exactly that creates and animates yeah. all things. That's old news. <laughs> and it's like, you know, uh, and I think because I'm in a bubble to some degree as well, yeah. it's like conscious community. And it's like it's not a thing. You know, it's kind of like a given that. You know, people that even events that I helped to co-produce with my partner in, in Los Angeles at the Mystic Manor, you know, every it would be 250, 300 people every six to eight weeks. And it's everyone's on this tip, if you will, in thinking in these ways. So, yes, it, it's definitely been I've had an interesting longer view than many, I suppose, you know, yeah. just being there then. And I even look back to, like I said, the band and it's like, 
now I'm at festivals and it's this sort of like the shockers are just life, you know, <laughs> massive stage sets and like, man, we were just early, you know? Right. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. You but. were. Oh, what a gift though, to be in this bubble, to be in this community of everybody that gets it and you can just, you know, wax poetic about the nature of reality with one another. Everybody understands. And most of the listeners of this podcast as well are into high energy stuff. They understand we are all, you know, reflections of source. So you're in good company here. And it, it has been a mass awakening. Like there is a huge evolution happening in consciousness in general. And I really love the way that you describe it in the Golden Key book as the journey from the caterpillar to the butterfly. Mm, yeah. Can you share a little yeah. bit of that with the imaginal cells? Like that yeah. just woke me up inside. I just really loved it. So yeah, how do you it's, compare that to the It's an incredible evolution? metaphor for what we're going through, I would say. Yeah. And, um you know, of course, it's all reflected. There is no out there out there. It's, it's you know, nature is reflecting us back to us and, mm -hmm. and the caterpillar and, and the dragonfly as well has a similar journey to the, to mm -hmm. the, the caterpillar butterfly. But the way I write about it in the book is using the caterpillar butterfly example. And that is, you know, I, I remember, and I think I even wrote it this way in the book, uh, talking to my mother about the journey from caterpillar to a butterfly and how you know the caterpillar starts out as this creature that just devours everything in its path you yeah. know it, it will eat your all of the leaves on your plant it will and i remember telling my mother this and she's like oh my gosh this just happened with my geraniums like they're <laughs> eaten alive by these stupid caterpillars you know and um and uh, that's what they'll do. That's they're destructive, right? I mean, for their own selfish sort of benefit, and they're just destroying the plant and overconsuming. And and at some point in the caterpillar, within the caterpillar, a new type of cell arises and pops up. Uh, apparently, you know, out of nowhere, they call them imaginal cells. And now to the caterpillar, this is not, this is like a foreign invader in the system. Like right. this doesn't belong here. This imaginal cell that's popping up, you know, think back thousands of years, maybe someone who would have the same conversation popping up and talking about this, you'd hmm. be hung or killed or burned at a stake or, right. you know, you're a witch. Or, you know. Yeah. So the, the imaginal cell popped up with new information and a new code for what would become the butterfly, but the caterpillar sees it as an invader. It's not, doesn't belong here, kill it. And it yeah. stamps it out. And mm -hmm. then an imaginal cell pops up again and again. And they, over time, more imaginal cells keep coming. And at some point, the internal struggle, struggle that the tides turn because there's enough imaginal cells to sort of overthrow the caterpillar cell, you know, uh, yeah. power, if you will, and right. the dynamic shifts and of course chaos ensues and the caterpillar goes into this chrysalis. It The caterpillar cells essentially melt down into a goo. Yeah. And now you've got complete from the, you know, the death of the caterpillar, it, you know, it's like just when it thinks its life is over, it's, it is in a sense, but it's birthed into something new, the butterfly. Yeah. And I think that's where we're at in our society. You see a lot of the old systems crumbling mm -hmm. and falling apart. And here, what happens within the, the, the chrysalis is the goo, all the destruction and pain that the caterpillar precipitated actually becomes fuel for the imaginal cells. It yeah. melts into a goo. The imaginal cells feed off of that destruction. And that's what powers it to be birthed 
and have enough juice fuel to become the butterfly. And it's a perfect metaphor, I believe, for what we're going through. So when you look around and, you know, you think, oh, my gosh, the world's coming to an end. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> like, yes, when the caterpillar thinks its world's over, it becomes a butterfly. And, yeah, you know, we definitely need to get into that state of uh, of lighthearted flitting and sailing through the air if we're going to survive <laughs> you know we don't have much more room to eat any more of the the plants <laughs> yeah yeah so true what an elegant process and i love that they're imaginal cells like you just kind of popped up out of thin air and i don't know i just i think it was such a beautiful metaphor for what we're going through and you also mentioned the covid chrysalis so tell us more about how COVID affected this evolution. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, that's how I really looked at it is like, you know, it caused us to go within. It caused yeah. everything to stop. The old right. system was forced to come screeching to a halt and all this reevaluation had to take place. And, you know, so many old habits and, you know, even on my own journey, one of the things that I'm really aware of as I'm working on becoming my next greatest and grandest version of myself is yeah. those compulse compulsion is a big one for me, you know, yeah. compulsive eating or, you know, eating, I'll use that as an example, because everyone can relate. It's like, I'll be halfway through my meal and like, hold on, what happened? Where was I? Mm -hmm. Completely detached. I'm not being present. And, you know, then you have these compulsory actions. And a lot of that is just happening, you know, in society in general. And right. I, I think COVID really caused us to like, forced us to take a look at a lot of the things and it just turned everything on its head. Right. At the time, as I was writing this, we were in what I was calling, referring to as the COVID chrysalis, this yeah. transformational period where we're all for, you know, forced to go within and really look at ourselves and our habits and, you yeah. know, how can we do things differently? And I think for some people, incredible shifts came out of that, you know, yeah. for others, more darkness to be processed, you know, and it's all divine. It's all in divine order. And um, so, yeah, that's when what I'm referring to when I talk about the COVID chrysalis, because there's never been anything like that in right. the modern world anyway, where yeah. the whole everything just came to a screeching halt in a sense. I mean, you know, they had lakes and, you know, areas. I'm sure you saw some of this where wildlife returned that hadn't right. been there in a long time. And yes. all these, you know, things that how nature got a chance to sort of catch its breath and reset in some ways. And yes. so I think it was an, a very interesting experience to live through. Yeah, it was an absolute divine timing and a global trauma. So yeah. like nobody escaped the yep. trauma of having their expectations violated, perceived threat to their survival, feeling alone and powerless, you know, yeah. the characteristics of trauma, we all experienced that together. So if we didn't recognize that we were all one before, it definitely helps us see one another as brothers and sisters in this narrative, in this hologram, in this yeah. simulation together. I'm grateful to that time because I probably would not have woken up as greatly as I did without that time to go in. I know a lot of people lost their lives. A lot of people lost their jobs and it was a really rough time for so many of us. But it definitely facilitated a spiritual awakening for me and going inward and finding some, you know, time to do some shadow work and figure out, you know, how to get out of my own way and finally mm -hmm. start to manage my vibration. That's what my favorite line from your book, your mm -hmm. only job, how does it go specifically, your only real job is to manage your vibration. And when it feels like the entire world 
is in a low vibe of alone powerlessness and oh my god what are we going to do catastrophizing and it was a catastrophe i mean it was we weren't exaggerating to realize that we alone have our power to manage our vibration and determine how we want to come out of this is yeah it's the only real power that we have is our perspective you yeah. know on how how we deal with things and when you realize it really is empowering to understand like, you know, this idea that there is no out there, out there, it's yeah. showing up as a reflection of you in some way, shape or form. And you're in your own private mm -hmm. universe, Y-O-U universe, like I talk about. Yeah. And so it's reflecting you back to you. And if you want to change what's out there, there's only one place to do it. It's not yeah. by chasing something out there or finding right. a new job or what all everything that comes comes as a reflection of your internal state. So if you want to yeah. know what you'll see tomorrow, look at what you're resonating with today, because there is some lag in the third dimension, I believe. And so that really becomes mm. everything managing yeah. my vibration. And it's a one job we all have in common. And a lot of people are doing it unconsciously. And so don't understand why they get the results that they're getting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of perspective, we're going to come back and talk about the nature of reality with Brandon Beecham. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, and welcome back to the High Energy Health Podcast. This is Amanda Wonderland, guest hosting for Dr. Dawson Church. I'm so excited to be speaking with Brandon Beecham today, who wrote the amazing book, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. He's also the head and host of the Positive Head Podcast, which is consistently rated in the top five in the spirituality category on Apple and Spotify. So take a look at that. And we were just talking about how changing your perspective and managing your vibration can make all the difference in the quality of your life and in the abundance that you experience. So I want to talk a little bit more with you, Brandon, about what you have discovered to be the ultimate nature of reality. And especially in regards to the short story you shared in your book by Andy Weir called The Egg, which I absolutely loved reading so yes mm. fill us in on all of that please well yeah i i love that as well the the egg i mean i i loved the story enough to share it within my book essentially <laughs> and i also recommend of course you can find it anywhere if you google andy we're the egg read it in my book there's a great great short film around it on youtube okay. I, I think there's a few but the one where god is a cute english woman that's the one I recommend. <laughs> so it's so well done. I, I really, really appreciate it. But yeah, I, I you know, I, I reference it in the book because I really sort of, as I theorize sort of how the ultimate nature of reality, how things are structured, what what's going on, what what's, you know, I'm always curious what's happening behind the scenes. E even any interactions or connections in my life, I'm always, the first thing I go to is like, wow, I wonder who this person has been to me or will be to me. And what is the soul level contract? Because- Right. Out of 8 billion people on the planet, the fact for us, you and I, for example, to have this experience right now of connecting in such a relatively deep way compared right. to how you will connect with the other eight, it's like hitting the lotto a, a thousand times in a row or something, you know? Right. So yeah. it's very unlikely to have this level of an experience with someone when you look at the numbers, mm -hmm. if you will. And so anyway, with the egg, what I love about it is it kind of shows this example of a, a guy who passes away and he's a, he was a, someone experiencing homelessness and I'll give a high level 
summary of it. And then he's speaking to God afterwards about his life. And, you know, God's like, you know, sharing with him that you are basically uh, have been every human that's ever been and will play every role. And he's like, hold on that you're saying, cause the first God's like, I'm going to send you back this time as an Asian woman in the nineties. And he's like, hold on, <laughs> that's in the past, first of all. And yeah. you know, why would I, you know, I'm going to be someone else in this, you know, that weird. And she, that's when God's goes to explain like, yeah, you play actually every single role. And he's like, hold on. So you're saying I've been Hitler and, and God's like, and everyone that he killed, mm. you've been Gandhi and everyone that he helped, you know, mm. you, this idea that it basically paints is that, you know, and the way I think of it is, is we patch off from source at some point and decide, okay, I want to experience the full gamut of separation and this thing called humanity. Let's do this one. We've got eternity. Let's try this one on. Oh, okay. Let's write billions of narratives that give every possible perspective and experience the slave, yeah. the slave owner, the, mm -hmm. you know, like I want to experience all of it so that I can really know, I can really get it because I can tell you about something, but that's never a replacement for having experienced it. And yeah. so the way it's kind of po painted very eloquently in fun manner in this story is, you know, God basically says, so I'm like, look, once you've gone and you've experienced every single iteration of being human with every possible vantage point, you'll have grown enough to be born. <laughs> and that's like the beginning of like, you know, basically God's like, you're one of my kind, yeah. you know? Oh, so I'm a God. Oh no. Well, no, yes. And no, you, you, one day you'll be where I am and I'm part of something bigger and on and on it goes infinitely in all directions. And it's right. beyond what our mind can think can, can comprehend, right. but you know, and it's, it's pretty overwhelming to consider such a thing too, right. That you would mm. play every single role. And it's like, and if it's all one at some level, that is the truth, right? So yeah, yeah I, I share that story because it's just, it's a very intense and powerful way to look at, you know, to look at, you know, the, the structure of reality and really the longer view of it and the broader view of it. And, you know, the way that the short story ends, or at least in the video, he goes back at the, as the Asian woman and uh, a homeless man on the you know, laying on a bench. And wow. as the Asian woman walks by now, keep in mind, this is in the past. He died right. in the thousand, 2005 and it's the nineties. And here an Asian woman's walking by this man on the bench and just kind of like stops herself, takes off her jacket and puts it on top of him. And it's like, Oh, that's you. Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Really powerful. Yeah, it is beautiful ending to that story. So what else about the ultimate nature of reality do you include in your book? Ooh, well, I, I basically break down eight keys as I see them. Like, hey, I have 25 years of deep exploration of, you know, like I said, teaching best what I most need to learn on thousands of podcasts. And I really wanted to like distill it into 100 pages, three hours to listen to. Right. I think you said you read it yesterday. So yeah, I read that, it that yesterday. That was the idea. It's like, it's yeah. not the this thing you got to take six months. And, and so, yeah, that's really what I did. And, you know, I can rattle off the keys, maybe if that's helpful. And then we can yeah. tell people later how they could get the book. But absolutely, yeah, I think that gives a high level. So the first key is see the oneness. The second key is know the illusion. The third key is focus your flow. The fourth key is align your intentions. The fifth key is be, be, be. The sixth key is trust the mystery. 
The seventh key is love what comes. Mm. And the eighth key is sort of the master key that ties them all together. Uh, the golden key, master the universe, the Y-O-U universe. Yeah. So in really, it's just, a, you know, best way I can sum it up is you are the lead actor star in your own private movie. And yeah. there is no out there, like a video game. If I go right, and this is physics per, sort of supports this, that when you're not looking, it's not there. Right. You know, it's like literally, uh, particles are in a state of quantum superposition or, or potential. And so right. as you turn your precious attention and consciousness, the world is sort of populating for yeah. you. And you are the star in your, there's, think of source, God, higher self, whatever, the universe, it's infinite in its scope. So mm. in this universe, you're the star and everything is a prop in your movie, yeah. reflecting you back to you in some way, shape or form and mm. um, created in your image in some way, shape or form. So and you ask the question, you know, am I worthy? Am I good enough? Can I make it? Well, of course you make it. There's no one else here. You are yes. it. Like, this is literally an extension of you, a prop you created at some yeah. level, you know, in this image, in this voice. Yes. And configuration of me and Amanda have, you know, it's everywhere you go, you're there waiting for yourself. And it's one thing to know that stuff theoretically. And exactly. It's another thing to apply it. And that's the right. lifelong journey, you know, yes. like, like Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a plan to you get punched in the face and yeah. life punches us in the face a lot. And next thing you know, you're forgetting all of this and it's out the window and the gloves are off. And so that's yep. really where the yeah. rubber meets the road in, in the journey. It's a daily practice. It's a moment by moment, remembering and mindfulness of who you are, remembering who you are. And so you guys, if you've forgotten who you are, if you ever have issues forgetting who you are, we all do. We've all been, you know, struck with amnesia while we're down here, mm -hmm. go to goldenkey.gift and you will get all the reminders that you need. One of the reviews said this book is the simplest, most readable compilation of wisdom on living life I have ever read. And I highly, highly agree. Mm -hmm. So we will come back and finish our conversation with Brandon Beach and you're listening to the High Energy Health Podcast. Stay tuned. And welcome back to the High Energy Health Podcast. My name is Amanda Wonderland. I'm guest hosting for Dr. Dawson Church today. And my guest on the show is Brandon Beecham. Can I just say a rock star in what I would call transformational consciousness and just sharing all of these juicy bits of wisdom with the rest of the world. I'm so excited to have him here today. I would like to spend the next segment talking about your level of badassery in entrepreneurial pursuits. So can you tell us what the secret is to achieving the level of success only one in 10,000 entrepreneurs are able to achieve? So that is what Brandon has achieved. If you didn't hear the beginning, he has resort share and has really just made a name for himself as an entrepreneur. So what's your secret? You know, there's what comes to mind when you ask me that question. The first thing that comes to mind, there's a Chinese proverb, fall down seven times, stand up eight. Yeah. And I think that is the most fundamental, you know, component to being successful uh, that I found. I've had so many more failures than I have had success, you mm -hmm. know, and the thing mm -hmm. that has served me so well is, hence the name of the, the show you referenced, optimistic, remaining optimistic, like it's not over if I haven't won. And if I hold the vibration and vision of 
entrepreneurial success in this, in the case of this, you know, topic, um, it's not if, but when, because if it can be done, if it can be achieved, I can achieve it because it's all an extension of me in some way, shape or form. It, right. If I truly am tapping into, you know, the, the foundations of the nature of the situation in which I find myself, it all success is an extension of my success. And so I can only lose if I quit, you know, I can, I am my only obstacle. And even for me, sometimes that is much easier said than done. And yet anytime I found myself discouraged or negative or down and out or telling a bad story, all of those things I've done. And, you know, it's like, okay, every moment is another chance to turn it all around. I'm catching myself here. And I just had two days where I was in a slump or whatever, two minutes or two hours or whatever it is. And then it's like, you understand that it's your awareness and expansion reclamation of your, your natural birthright, your power. It's a, it's a dance that you're doing with your higher self. You know, it's not, and you don't dance to get it to a certain place on the dance floor. You know, you don't listen to a song to hear the final note. You right. are in the dance. You are in the journey. And part of that dance is the that seventh time fall. You know, someone like Walt Disney, I forget how many times he went bankrupt. It was right. like seven, eight times, something crazy. Of course, we all know Disney now is the most household name. This, you know, Walt Disney, what a success. Yeah. yeah. Do you think anyone thought that on his seventh bankruptcy or whatever, <laughs> you know, except him? Right. But somewhere inside of himself, you know, even you referenced researcher, my first kind of uh, significant entrepreneurial success. I went into that from living on my friend's couch after yet another failure, previous business, you know, venture. And yet I was still tapping into the idea and the knowing the feeling that even though I'm on my friend's couch here, even though I've got 50 bucks in my pocket, even Mm -hmm. though I'm getting old as, you know, washed up or whatever story I could have told, you know, or that society would be happy to feed me if I, if I'm buying, (laughs) if Mm -hmm. I'm willing to listen, take that medicine. And I wasn't, and it was like, you know, I didn't know if I haven't won, it's inevitable. And so I just continue. And, and, and even that was a crazy journey and a challenge. And, you know, that went from, you know, me on my friend's couch to being offered to be bought out for tens of millions of dollars to losing 90% of our revenue within hours of that offer and then a betrayal by a friend. And then, a, you know, it's, this is a movie script. This right. is like, you're in a movie and it's <laughs> like, get, get over it. You're as much as you can, you know, and yeah. just move into buy the ticket, take the ride. You know, yeah. I bought the ticket. I already signed up. I'm here to take the ride and be as like Charles Bukowski said, all that matters is how gracefully you walk through the fire. Graceful mm-hmm. about walking through this. I bought the ticket. I'm in the ride. <laughs> screaming and kicking now like yeah. i mean the, the, the roller coaster is not going to reverse and drop me off like yep. i'm going over the depths and the loop-de-loops yeah. so <laughs> i love it i love it it's inevitable that's a really wonderful mantra for anyone who's trying to build a business like my success is inevitable yep. all success is an extension of my success like unless just, you're so successful at telling the story that you're not worthy in which yes. case you're still being a success at what it is that you're offering vibrationally exactly yeah you can create that too yeah you can and that's exactly where (laughs) yes it's that's not your birthright but it is it actually is sometimes more socially acceptable 
to go that way. Sometimes you know shining... that what you are unless you know that what you're not. So who's who yeah. are we to say that it's quote unquote bad? You know, yeah. what a soul needs for its, you know, the greater one toils for their freedom, the greater the sense of freedom that's attained. So yeah. maybe someone's plan is to toil this whole life. We've certainly yeah. seen it. The yeah. person who comes in, you know, they I've heard it said, I don't know if this I can verify this or not, but it gives me kind of chills thinking about it, that there's a line of souls waiting for the opportunity to yes. be born handicapped. Yeah. You know, like yeah. think of that just right. rationale for a moment. Right. You know? Yeah. That's intense. That's beautiful. What a privilege it is to be here in physical form and to get to yeah. feel these emotions and to get to tell our story. Like, as you said, you can spend days, you know, on your couch telling a bad story. And as long as you're reclaiming your birthright, once you get up from that, like, it's okay. So speaking of bad stories, speaking of movie scripts, speaking of the hologram, Let's talk about simulation theory. Let's talk about how this is showing up in our collective consciousness now and um, how that can impact your success in life. This idea really caught hold in the early 2000s. A uh, guy from uh, the University of Oxford, Nick Bostrom, put forward what a paper called Simulation Argument. And he basically proposed what he called a trilemma. And you have, you know, three possibilities of the nature of what's happening. Uh, here. And, um, you know, it, it's gained a lot of steam in recent decades. And you have people like Elon Musk, who you're like, yeah, I think it's one in a billion chance or something that we're in a base level reality and not some sort of a simulation. Yeah. And basically what Nick said is, look, there's three possibilities with the species. It becomes extinct before becoming post-human, which he mean, which when he says post-human, he means it survives the, the pitfalls of, say, nuclear war or, you know, the growing pains, the, the teenager, the 16 year old with the, you know, hot rod keys. Like, did, <laughs> he, did he survive through that? Because that's a lot more dangerous driving period than, you know, 46, probably, right. you know, for that, right. that person, that soul. And so we're a bunch of, you know, if you think of mankind as a 16 year old with a with dad's keys, you yeah. know, are we going to drive off the cliff and, you know, or are we going to to become post-human? And um, so he basically says uh, a species becomes extinct before becoming post-human. That's one thing that can happen. Yeah. The yeah. other is they become post-human, they survive, but they decide to go all low tech, uh, right? And then third, they survive, they become post-human, they make it through that bottleneck and they decide to continue to advance technology, which he then postulated is probably the most likely that right. would happen. And if that's the case, now you have the, you know, one base level reality could create infinite billions of yeah. you know, simulations that are almost identical because you have high enough technology to create, you know, look at how video games have come, you know, yeah. Yeah. I was a little kid playing with Atari to now it's like, insane. <laughs> you know, imagine 20 yeah. years from now, we can literally, we're on the verge now where we could create a simulation of planet earth. And if you were in that Absolutely. simulation, you know, would you know it's a simulation? And it's, yeah. so it's yeah. very interesting. And you look at a lot of the things, it reflects a computer program. You know, yeah, uh, it does. Hold that thought, Brandon, because we are just going to go for a quick commercial break. But I cannot wait to finish this conversation when we come back. You're listening to the High Energy Health Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the High Energy Health Podcast. 
This is Amanda Wonderland. I'm guest hosting for Dr. Dawson Church, and our guest today is Brandon Beecham. He is the author of The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. We are having a fantastic conversation about simulation theory, and before we went to the break, we were just talking about the ways in which reality reflects a computer program. So as you were, Brandon, give us more details about the ways in which reality reflects a computer program. Well, you know, as I before the break, I was sharing, you know, if a species survives and it decides to become high tech, the chances of it creating a simulation like itself are, you know, very, very likely. We're already, you know, doing that sort of thing and on the verge of being able to give us a few years. And I think, you know, we'll we'll be doing that. And so it's, you know, then you start someone like, like I referenced Elon Musk saying, I, this is why I think one in a billion chance, you know, that we're a base level reality and not a simulation. And because there's be way more simulated realities than norm, you know, one can produce infinite of the other. And so then you look around and you say, Hmm, well, what, what would a simulation look like? Well, if, uh, it, everything would be made of light, right? Well, there'd be some programming, some rules, yeah. you know, like physics and, <laughs> you know, things. Uh, if you zoom in on a video game pixel, it would pixelate the, the light. Yeah. If you zoom in on us, it becomes, you know, it's a vibration. It's not even solid at all. I mean, yeah. so it's like it reflects all the things that we know would go into a, a simulation. And then that, that I think to people can maybe be unsettling to think, oh my gosh, all I am is a, you know, simulation. But who created the simulation? What mm. if you are the simulator and the simulated role? Right. Over, right. And yeah. why, by the way, what's the usefulness of a simulation? Well, if I'm going to be fighter pilot, a simulation is very helpful because why would you use it? Because I can go and learn the my chops in a environment where the stakes aren't so high. Yeah. If I crash the plane, I don't actually cease to exist i don't actually it's like oh i get to try again i get to learn the ropes so yeah. what if we are the simulator <laughs> in the simulation <laughs> learning the chops for a bigger environment a bigger playing field where the stakes yeah. are higher as we move into our god self where mm -hmm. you know the implications are greater we want to yeah. first learn how to navigate you know <laughs> fly yeah. the plane exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's a training ground so it's like we're the architect and neo you got in it. the matrix right and that's, i've like heard so many sticking to it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so many people are like you know saying the matrix is a documentary it is You're not right. a sci-fi film you know like this is real life and we know this to be true so yeah then let's go into like how that can impact your success in life to really just start seeing all of this as like a training ground for you you, you know it helps you to become enlightened you know, yeah. lighten up, Stop yeah. taking yourself so seriously, you know, nothing matters and everything counts. You know, mm -hmm. this, this is like means everything and nothing simultaneously. So whenever you find yourself too caught up and too serious, focus yeah. on the, you know, I can't lose. This is mm -hmm. a simulation. This is a game. Yeah. I'm yeah. here to learn and grow and, and experience from it. And um, there's never ending opportunities yeah. to, um, you know, I think of uh, Paul Selig, who's a, a, an 
awesome channel. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or his work, but I've had him on Positive Head a few times. He's written a bunch of books. They're just pure channeled, like straight documented. And 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 as this, you know, wisdom's coming through him, uh, the voice, I forget even what the name or whatever is, but basically says, I am that which makes all things new, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's a beautiful idea. That's what God is in a sense, makes yeah. all things new. Every, you know, the caterpillar becomes new. The, mm -hmm. it all, it's when everything seems lost, you know, it's mm -hmm. all dissolving. Something new is being born always into yeah. something new. And I, that's very inspiring and encouraging to remember as you watch things inevitably fall apart. Yeah. You know, that's so something else can fall together again. Yes. All, and, and, and that cycle never is going to end. So yes. you might as well relax into it. The yes. only thing guaranteed is change. And uh, the person that you're here, your soulmate is you to fall mm -hmm. in love with you in that yeah. journey because that's yeah. the one you take it with a hundred percent of the time. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. My passion is helping people elevate their self-worth. So if we can just get that embodied knowledge that I am source consciousness, I am worthy of everything that my heart desires and I can make it all happen. It can come land in my lap right now. It's here. No one has ever been. Here. I always say no one has ever been more worthy could be, will be as you there, yeah. there, there, cause there are no, you are it. Like yeah. you are the most worthy being that has ever existed in all of eternity. Yes. Like really feel the truth of that. Yes. Start walking with your head high with that knowledge, you're regardless of what's showing up out there, whatever's I showing see. up out there is only meant to make you, you know, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor. And you came to be skilled sailor. You're just, mm -hmm. just helping you to sharpen your ax. Mm -hmm. The truth and core of what you are is the most worthy being that has ever existed. Yes. Preach, brother. I love it. Man. Absolutely <laughs> true. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> so let's just get to talking about the book because I know, I mean, Brandon has come up with a just a revolutionary idea for getting everyone to get involved in their own abundance building. And so once again, you can go to goldenkey.gift to get this book. And Brandon's going to share with us a little bit more about a nice gift he has for you all and what the game entails. And tell us anything else you want to tell us about the golden key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was writing this, I always loved to find playful, creative ways to, to do things. And I thought, you know, I, I call it the good kind of selfish. The more I can share these ideas, insights, if I can plant a seed today, then in some way benefits someone out there. Um, you know, they say, I've heard it said before, uh, when you die and you do your life review, you get the opportunity to see everyone that you impacted mm. and and feel what that impact and everyone that they impacted. Mm. And so, uh, you know, and that's the ultimate, you know, gift for you. And so I call it the good kind of selfish. The more people I can help, the more I benefit. It's like, it, it, it's how I win, <laughs> you know, it, it's, um, so I approached that with this book and I thought, well, I could go through normal means of just, you know, selling it in a normal manner and all those things, or I could take it and gift it since it is the golden key, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. I'll do the most abundant thing I can think of and give the book away right. and allow others to do the same if they're inspired to do so. And yeah. so there's different exercises that you can apply in it, the golden game, and you can read about all that. I'll, I won't go into all the details there, but basically what you can do is if you go to goldenkey.gift and you use a gift code, 
Uh, in this case, we can give you a gift code. I don't know if you have one or not. Okay. I, if not, I have one. You okay. can use love, L-O-V-E, and you can mm -hmm. get the audio and or ebook. And then at the end of the book, you have the option. If you play a game, you can, you can pay something for it if you want to. You can donate to charity on behalf of creating more abundance. You can create a, a key code and share it with others and just sort of like share the information. So there's a myriad, myriad of ways to sort of play with the book, if you will that we built really fun to watch how it just spreads and how people yeah. hear it to a friend of a friend who created a code yes. and gave it to them. Yes. I forgot. I did get a key code. I just did my last name, Wonderland. Oh, so all well, of, use that all code. Of, yeah. All of mine is going toward charity. So you guys choose whichever one you want to use. You can use love, you can use Wonderland, um, but he has a really great option that you can donate money toward charity as well. So whatever you feel drawn to, feel into your heart, none. Feel your you guidance. know, just read it. That Yeah, know, just no read it. Oh my gosh. It's such a good or book. Listen. It's absolutely worth every moment that you contribute your eyes or your ears to it. Brandon, it has been such an absolute pleasure, honor, delight to have you here. I'm so excited that I got to guest host when you were on. You guys don't forget to go to goldenkey.gift, listen to Positive Head Podcast, check out optimistic.tv, mystic with a Y. Brandon Beecham is just revolutionary. So don't miss out on an opportunity to catch up with what he's up to these days. Thank you so much. It's such a Thank pleasure. Thank you so much for yeah. taking the time to uh, give me this platform and share. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us again. Um, remember to stay actively engaged and being inspired. Thanks for listening to the High Energy Health Podcast. I'm Amanda Wonderland. Have a great week.